Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays. This is episode 35. Uh, we're going to do a VT schedule, Virginia Tech schedule breakdown, and then we're going to talk about some of that Nicki Minaj and other stuff going on in the culture. But um, before I get started into this uh, episode, before I get started on this episode, let me just thank all the listeners that listened last week, enjoyed last week, uh, the ACC break, the ACC preview. Um, some people enjoyed some, you know, some of the takes or whatever. Hey, I do it for y'all, man. You know, just thank, thank you, thank for all the support. Thanks to the, you know, the DMs I get, the uh, the tweets I get. I appreciate all the feedback. I appreciate all the support. But we're gonna get into this Virginia Tech schedule. Uh, if you asked five different Virginia Tech fans what you think about this season, you would literally get five different answers. You would get all the way from playoffs, baby, we going to the national championship, all the way to we ain't going to a bowl game. Um, it's obvious we suffered a lot of losses in the offseason, especially on the defensive side. We suffered a lot of losses, a lot of dismissals. Um, but to the people that think we're going to the playoffs and to the people that think that that is that that this is not a bold team both of them are crazy both I'm 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 that guy in the middle but we, we got yeah, it's delusion on both sides I there is delusion on both sides I will say that but um all that said I think we got a, I think we got a talented team on offense I think we got a talented offense um Josh Jackson got named the starter uh, yesterday by Coach Fuente, and uh, I don't think that surprised anybody. I hope it didn't surprise anybody. Um, Josh Jackson had an up and down season last year. He balled out early, and then he suffered some injuries apparently. And uh, he was a freshman, and he struggled. He got beat to shit by Miami, and he struggled. And people think all of a sudden he's fucking Corey Holder some shit. I think people need to relax, pump the brakes. This is a freshman, uh, a red, albeit a red shirt, it's a red shirt freshman in his first year, and had some good games. Ball, out, outplayed Will Greer, who's probably gonna be a Heisman contender and one of the first quarterbacks drafted in next year's draft. He played, he outplayed Will Will Greer on a neutral field, and all of a sudden he's fucking. You know, just some slap dick that can't play. That is crazy to me. Josh Jackson can play. That's crazy. Is he the runner that uh Gerard Evans was? No. Is you know, is he Tyrod Taylor? No. But he can make some plays. He can make some plays with his feet and he can make definitely make plays with his arm. Um I think you will see an improved Josh Jackson when you see an improved running game. You gotta remember that the last Shit, the last few years, I say going all the way back to like 2011, 
uh, since David Wilson. We haven't had a dominant run game with running backs. Our quarterbacks have had to supplement or even carry the run game going to Logan Thomas to uh, well, Michael Brewer couldn't run. He wasn't really much of a runner, but we didn't have a run game to support Michael Brewer. And, uh, you know, Jerry Evans had to basically carry the run game. Like, our quarterbacks either had to be a big part of the run game or the running game. And, obviously, uh, Josh Jackson isn't a guy that can just carry a run game. And that's no, that's not a shot to him. That's not a knock to him. And I don't think I'm breaking any news there. Um, but with an improved running game with Jalen Holston and Deshaun McLeese and, 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 and Peoples and, you know, with a bigger, better offensive line and with a better run game, you're going to see Josh Jackson start to flourish, especially with the, with the receivers we got coming in. Woo! I, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to contain my excitement, but we really got some talent on that offense. I think people need to relax. I think people saw the last month of the season and just wrote Josh Jackson off as some bum or some shit. He got banged around. He got beat the fuck up, and he was a freshman going through those growing pains. And then, but see, everybody wanted to be around. See, don't nobody want to go through the hard times. People are always ready to get rid of somebody, but then when it's time to, when it's time to uh, start appreciating the good times, everybody want to act like they've been there the whole time. Nah, fuck off. You was down on some dumb shit. I remember when Tyrod Taylor was struggle, and people would want Logan Thomas. People were people used to want Logan Thomas to start over Tyrod Taylor. Don't act like y'all ain't fucking see this shit, cause I did. People would say shit like Tyrod too short. Logan Thomas can see over the field. Uh, Logan Thomas can see over the line. So grass ain't always green, man. And not that Logan Thomas was some shit, but Tyrod Taylor is one of our greatest ever. And people used to shit on him and want other people. So just I say all that to say, pump the brakes, relax. Our offense ain't as bad as you think. It's actually going to be pretty good, really good this year. It's going to be a, one of the best offenses in the ACC. Like, I, I bet my whole – I stamp my whole uh, reputation on it. I stamp my whole reputation on our offense being one of the best in the conference. I, I truly believe that. Our defense is going to be a bad Virginia Tech defense. It's not going to be a bad defense. It's going to be a bad Virginia Tech defense. So, and our standards is higher than every. We ain't gonna be Baylor's defense. Like we're not. Like people need to relax. Like we're just not gonna be what we're used to. But the defense is gonna be. It's gonna struggle. It is gonna struggle for for our standards. But let's get into this schedule. We start off Labor Day night against Florida State. Florida State. Um, Florida State is a weird team because. The way I've been watching them, I've been keeping up with them in the offseason. Been a lot of big boy talk. I'm seeing videos, you know what I'm saying, cats dancing. Cat. I see, I see everything but football when it comes to Florida State. I'm seeing a team acting like they just won a national championship. I really do. I see a team, the way they carrying on, all that dumb shit, it's, it's, they goofy as hell right now. They goofy as shit. And teams like that, they got to get punched in the mouth to kind of let realism set in. They might end up being really good in the future. But right now, I don't see a team that's this juggernaut. I mean, and this is the team that's coming off the 7-6 and six record. So all that five-star talk is like they, they had five stars last year. 
and they went seven and six or some crazy shit. Sub five hundred. So just because they got five stars and niggas with gold teeth like that shit, whatever. Like it's whatever. I mean that game ain't no automatic dub for either team. That game is gonna be a a battle, but they need to chill with the dumb shit. That game ain't no automatic dub for nobody. That game is a coin toss. Um, and then moving on, we got we go home and we play William and Murray on uh. September the 8th. Uh, William and Murray should be getting their ass kicked. I don't think I need to get into too deep uh, about William and Murray. And then next, and then the game after that, uh, September the 15th, they get the, the series I hate the most. I hate this series so much. We play East Carolina at home. Um, the, day, the day we discontinue this series, dog, I'm going to be 95 years old on my deathbed. And we're going to finally discontinue that series. And then I'm going to finally die a happy man. And hopefully my great-grandkids can enjoy Virginia Tech football without ever having to deal with ECU ever again. I, I've said this a million times. That game every year does absolutely nothing for Virginia Tech. You're not playing a good opponent. You know what I'm saying? You're not As far as perception-wise, you're never playing a good opponent. So it does nothing for you as far as – you know, oh, that was a big win. That was a, it. Don't do shit for you. Only thing it does is if they beat us, it's their national championship. If we beat them, who cares? It it has no recruiting matter. I mean, it ain't like oh, we need to get in North Carolina for recruiting because we play Duke and UNC every year. So it ain't like oh, we need to get into that state. We we're going to that state every year regardless. The game does nothing for us. Like, it's never a primetime game. Nobody gives a shit about that game but ECU fans. We should win it, you know. But fuck that game. Next, now, the next week, we play at ODU. And I would rather play ODU every year than ECU. Because at least ODU is in-state. It's in the 7-5. Um, it's it's going to be, obviously, the biggest game ever played at ODU. Shout out to ODU, man. I'm from that side of the state. I'm from the 757. And um that's a big, that's a big, it's gonna be a big moment for the 757. Uh I was happy when they brought ODU's football program back. Um I got much respect for Coach Bobby Wilder. Um I I respect I respect ODU. I got no disrespect for ODU. A lot of guys, uh I knew some guys personally that played for ODU, uh guys from my area when they brought the football team back. Um they definitely, they definitely had a lot of guys from from my area, from my side of the water, I should say, because seven five seven is two sides of the water. From my, they had guys from my side of the water that uh went and continued their football career there. ODU gives the opportunity for people to continue their football career where they can stay in the seven five seven and play FBS football. So much respect to ODU, uh, but I do think we should beat ODU. Uh, they just don't have the, you know. The bodies, the talent, the, the hang with a power five school yet. Yeah, maybe one day, but not yet. And then the next week we play Duke. That's uh September the 29th. Um much respect to David Cutcliffe. Cutcliffe is that's one of those games where I'm not gonna say it's an automatic dub, but I don't we should win, but it ain't gonna be as easy as you know some might think. I think that game is gonna be a struggle. David Cutcliffe always has a well-coached team. They don't. They normally don't really kill themselves 
with dumb shit like penalties and all that turnovers. They normally take care of the ball and uh just hang around and make games ugly. I can get Duke that credit. Then the next week we play Notre Dame and um this ain't really got much to do. This ain't got much bearing on the game that we gonna play on uh October the sixth. But these motherfuckers debut they show some some uniforms where they like Yankee uniform, like pinstripe pants. If y'all don't get that bullshit, the fuck. If they wear that shit in Blacksburg, they gonna get their ass flexed. Plain and simple. And I know it's a blue uniform, so that would be a home uniform for us. I mean, for them. So they not gonna, don't even wear the pants. Don't even wear the pants versus us. You gonna get your ass flexed trying to wear some dumb ass baseball uniform against us and that's all I need to see from Under Armour to let me know Virginia Tech should never be doing any business with Under Armour. I don't care what the bag look like. Do not fuck with Under Armour. They will fuck your uniforms up. They got out. They got cats out here wearing Yankee uniforms, man. Know the dame do better, but if you but if you knew better, you would do better. Cause that shit, nah. But the, as far as the game is concerned, it can go either way. I'm not about to sit up here and call that a dub. I'm not. I'll never call it a loss, but I won't call it a dub. That can go either way. The next week after that, on October the 13th, we go at UNC. Um, UNC is in shambles right now with the with the suspensions they got going on. Kids selling Jordans. Uh, Larry Fedora, he's at the end of his rope. Um, they gonna get the shit beat out of him again. Uh, rain, no rain. Hurricane, no hurricane. It don't matter. They gonna get the shit kicked out of him. Um, then the next week, we got Georgia Tech. No, actually, that's not the next week. It's a bye week. But then after that, we got Georgia Tech on a Thursday night. And, um, I don't know, man. That game's hard to call. I don't, everybody hates playing Georgia Tech. Uh, I think it's good that we get them on Thursday nights. I think, I don't know. That Georgia Tech game is fucking dumb. I hate playing Georgia Tech. I hate Georgia Tech. I hate playing Georgia Tech, and I hate playing ECU. If I can get them two games off the schedule every year, shit, we good money. We could be in good business. Fuck that game. But uh, that game could go either way. Uh, Taquan Marshall is a beast. Uh, and that, that offense is just so hard to stop. And I used to think Bud Foster had the secret sauce to beat Georgia Tech. Like, all right, come to find out he just had Fuller's. And we don't have any more. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I hope we beat them. But it, that, that can go either way. I'm not going to call that a dub. And then on November the 3rd, we got Boston College. Uh, Boston College will be an improved team. But I don't think they're better than us. I don't think they could beat us. Um, that That's pretty much it for that. And then the next week after that, we go at Pitt. Pitt is always one of those games. Pitt is good enough to beat everybody in the ACC. And Pitt is sorry enough to lose to everybody in the ACC. It's so hard to call a Pitt game, especially at Pitt. It's going to be probably cold as shit. It's going to be a noon kick on the ACC network. And we're going to sleepwalk through three quarters of that game. It's going to come down to one possession and... So hopefully we at the other end of it. Even last year, it came down to a goal line stand. Um, 
pulled a miracle out of our We were supposed to have lost that game somehow, pulled it out. But, uh, yeah, I will never call a pit game an automatic dub. I don't know what it is about us in pit. I can't speak to the rest of the conference. But with us in pit, I can't ever just say dub. Then the next week we get Miami. We get them at home. Uh, we're looking for some revenge. Miami physically beat the shit out of us last year down there. And this year we're going to be looking for some revenge, some payback. Hopefully Marie, hopefully Malik Rozier is going to be the starting quarterback and Mark Rick ain't smart enough to put somebody else in there because that definitely is – that game more than likely might decide the Coastal Division if that ain't enough motivation for this team to wake the fuck up and want to play. I don't know what else they need. Um, they got a lot of talent coming in on offense and defense. Oh, it's Miami's clearly the most talented team in the Coastal Division. Uh, this game is not gonna be a cakewalk. It ain't gonna be. It's probably gonna be prime time if we're doing what we're supposed to do as the season goes on. Maybe college game day might come knocking. Who knows? But uh, I can't call that game either. It can go either way. We could win that shit. Pull some out of our ass so we can get our ass stomped the fuck out like last year. It's up to us. And then last but not least, UVA. Dub. That's an automatic dub. So yeah, um, the way I see it, I see our I see our ceiling being nine and three. And I see our floor being seven and five. And then of course you play a bowl game or maybe an ACC championship game. Now if we go to the ACC championship, we ain't beating Clemson. We not beating Clemson, folks. That shit ain't happening. And then a bowl game, a nice second-tier bowl game. Obviously, we wouldn't go to the New Year Six. But, hey, you give me, you give me a nice January bowl, a New Year's Eve bowl, I'm good with it. We got to win a bowl. We lost our bowl game last year on some dumb shit, just shooting toes off. We shot every toe off, lost the bowl game to Oklahoma State. And, dog, I got trolled all night by Oklahoma State fans. Uh, fuck them. Fuck them. But uh yeah man. That's the that's the schedule breakdown. That's how I see it. Uh tweet me, tell me how you see it. Uh, we can always have a lively discussion. If you're not a fan of Virginia Tech, same thing. Tweet me, tell tell me how your team tell me how your schedule breaks down and how you think it'll play out. Uh, it should be an exciting college football season. Uh if Virginia Tech had the talent that they were supposed to have, I might have got on that playoff bandwagon because the season, I mean, the schedule is pretty doable. I mean, the schedule is pretty easy. The out-of-conference schedule is William & Mary, East Carolina, whatever, uh, ODU, and, you know, Notre Dame because, uh, you know, Notre Dame is like half-stepping. Like, they halfway in the conference, but they're not in the conference. So, if we was to lose to Notre Dame, it wouldn't count against the ACC record. We can lose to Florida State. That would count. But if we beat Miami and Miami loses to Florida State, we good money. So we can still win the coastal. Like the coastal was the coastal was active. Now don't 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 think past that. Because <laughs> Clemson ain't gonna let us be win the conference. But uh we could definitely win the coastal. It's it's possible. And we can definitely win a nice bowl game. We can go to a nice bowl game. And and when that, we got the talent, man. I think people are down. I think some people, not all, 
some people are down on the talent we have, and we have talent on both sides. We the, the thing about the difference is on defense we're just young and inexperienced. On offense, we're young but experienced. That's it's crazy. We played a lot of freshmen and sophomores last year, but they got their experience last year. And and on defense now, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be funny at times. But offense, I think we good money. I think the offense is gonna carry the team this year, honestly. But um, I'm off for that. Uh, we're gonna get into the second topic. The second topic is Nicki Minaj released the album, and um, for full, let me be fully, 100% honest and and transparent. I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan. Um, it's not that I don't think she's talented. I'm just. I don't want to hear people rap about their pussy. Like, and, it, and it's not about uh, I don't like women rap because it's just I don't want to hear about your pussy. The same way I don't want to hear a rapper talk, you know, like a dude talk rap about his dick all the time. If a dude every day on every song rapped about his dick, this dick is this, my dick is that, my dick is big, my dick is long, my dog, I don't want to hear it. Same thing with Nicki Minaj. I mean, attractive woman and all that, but I don't want to hear, hear you rap about your pussy all day. Um, uh, that's you know, that's that. But anyway, she released the album, and of course, what album comes like T, cause she made a diss record and you know diss some people and blew some shit up, and then she started like attacking her ex, Safari, who is on Love and Hip Hop, uh, Hollywood, and uh, Safari basically said Nicki Minaj cut him. Cut him with a knife or something. He almost bled out in the ambulance. And uh, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. Pretty much nobody gave a shit. Uh, he pretty much caught all these hairline jokes. Oh, you got a fake hairline. Because Nicki Minaj also said that his hairline, she paid to get his hairline fixed. And um, Nicki Minaj, all due respect, but who is you to body shame or hairline shame anybody? I mean... Your ass is fake. I mean, and who cares? I mean, dog. Let me let me tell my fella something. If you in the fake asses, big asses, real asses, whatever, it's all ass at the end of the day. You know, long as it makes the person happy. I ain't here to shame nobody for having a fake ass, but at the same time, we're not about to shame a brother for getting his hairline fixed. If he want, if he had hairline insecurities, and he wanted that fixed. Fine. The same way you had insecurities about your butt or your titties or whatever, you ain't got that fixed, ma'am. So don't shame my boy for, for for getting his insecurities fixed. He wanted to do hair. Shit, I want a beard. So if 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 anybody can get a plug on where I can purchase a beard, a a a a, a fake beard, I will wear a fake beard. I want a fake beard. I don't want no surgery to grow a beard because I want to be able to take the beard off. I don't want to wear a beard every day. I just want to wear the beard on like Sundays and like at the club and you know what I'm saying? Like a, like a mixed company and shit. I want to wear my beard. But when I go home at night, I don't want to wear the beard no more. So yeah, people got insecurities. So that, you know, let people fix their insecurities, man. Fuck wrong with you, Nicki Minaj, with that dumb shit. Stop stabbing people, man. That's crazy as shit. How is that even funny? This she allegedly cut this man. He could have died. That's funny. What if he cut her? 
No, we would have canceled his ass. Now, I'm not saying Nicki Minaj need to be canceled. She don't need to be canceled. But goddamn, let's take this shit fucking seriously. Like, the man got cut. This is just a goddamn joking matter. Fuck wrong with y'all people. Shit ain't no... Oh, Nicki Minaj cut me. And they like, look at your fake ass hairline. Well, how does that work? Come on, man. Let that man live. He trying to tell his truth. And y'all out here with jokes. That's crazy. But yeah, man, that's pretty much it for Don V Fridays. This ain't no long episode. This was more so about the Virginia Tech uh, schedule and how I felt about it. Um, and that's pretty much how I felt about it. And uh, I'm, I truly apologize because my I know my air conditioning came on like mid mid episode, and I I'm absolutely positively. Not gonna apologize for that. Cause I normally cut my AC off when I record. Cause I don't like it fucking with the audio. But today, fuck y'all. Like it was hot than a motherfucker today. And I worked eight hours in that shit. So y'all just gonna have to deal with the air conditioning. Y'all just gonna have to y'all just had to deal with it today. Y'all gonna have to let me live today as far as the AC. Cause fuck all that. It was real hot. And um that's it for me, man. I will y'all will hear from me next week. Until then, God bless.